Amen. You guys, let's just pray together. Let's thank God for that. Worship, Lord, take my heart. Lord, that I don't, it's getting broken too many times. It's because I have not surrendered it unto you. So I give it to you, Lord Jesus. You have my heart. And Lord, I know then my yes is, is right there. I pray, Father God, that you said in the word where your heart is, is where your treasure will be always. And Lord, I thank you that my treasure is changing this morning because my heart is with you. My heart is continual with you. And as you, the mender of a broken heart, which means when I give you my heart, that breaking stops. That breaking stops, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord God. Not that I won't go through struggles, but it won't break my heart. It won't make me turn and feel like I'm being sabotaged for some reason, Lord God. I just thank you in the name of Jesus. Have my heart this morning. Have our hearts this morning, Lord God, that, Lord, we belong to you. We belong to you, Lord God. I don't belong to brokenness. I don't belong to rejection. I don't belong to hurt and pain. I don't, I don't belong to those things. I belong to Jesus. And, and Father, we just thank you that like David, David went through so much and, and it didn't harden him. It didn't harden his heart because he had a rough time. He went through it. In fact, it made him closer to God. It, it softened his heart, fine-tuned his consciousness. Lord, find as we fine-tune our consciousness toward you, that Lord, that, that, that you'll know that at any time, you've got our heart. You've got all of us, Lord. And we know soon to follow is every action, every step that we take, Lord God. So out of the abundance of the heart, our mouth will speak. It'll, it's, the words are going to change. The language is going to change. The confession is going to change. It's going to change because the heart is now devoted to you. Why am I still getting angry? Why am I still getting so upset about small things, Lord Jesus? Why did I take my heart back or try to, to get it myself, get it out of my hands? Lord Jesus, all I can do is over squeeze and take myself out of position. You are the great designer. I'm going to stay within the design. You've designed me to be submitted to you. You've designed me to give my heart to you. That is our free will. Our free will is to hear Jesus. Take all of me. Do what you will. Here I am. Send me. Father, we just thank you for this service. What a great, great start. What a tremendous start. Well, gosh, what good would it do for us to be here in our heart is somewhere else? What's the benefit? But Lord, when we come to you and, and openly and, and worship and say, here we surrender first to you, Lord God. Nothing else matters. Then the rest can come as we seek ye first the kingdom of God. And you can add the rest, Lord. We thank you for that. We thank you. We thank you for healing. We pray over our land. We pray, Lord God, I, 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 maybe it's just me, but even getting lack in my de desire and hunger to pray of, uh, over the COVID situation. I, I don't want to get weak in that. I, I command in Jesus' name that we're going to be pandemic-free in the name of Jesus, disease-free, sickness-free in the name of Jesus, Lord. I, I pray. I come against that lethargic mentality that because 
because it looks like we're close to the end that we're going to start letting up in our face. No, no, no. In the name of Jesus, we press in, we press toward the mark of the high calling of Christ Jesus that every person shall be healed. Every person shall be made whole. And Lord God, that this disease carries no more strength in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for that. We honor you for it in Jesus' name. Uh, Instead of fighting over protocols, Lord, as the body of Christ, we go straight to the source and tell it in Jesus' name. By his stripes, we are healed. Our land is well because we humbled ourselves and prayed and seek your face. We thank you according to Daniel 10, 12, that you heard us as we prayed the first time. We believe it is done and so in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You guys may be seated if you... Amen. All right, you guys can stand to your feet, please. Let's hold up our Bibles and let's speak over them. Repeat after me. Say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be. And I can do what the Word says I can do. It's the living seed of God living in me, and I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increase, pastor decrease. Give me ears to hear what God has to say. Gonna walk with power, not let the loss get left. Amen, 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 amen. You guys may be seated. My father's gonna be preaching on compassion this morning. Well, whenever their church starts, uh, we might be at home. Uh, but but he, he, he always tell them, he said, I ain't gonna, we ain't gonna be in here long. You know, cause sometimes they don't get out to like three. And he goes, no, once I preach, I'm just giving, preach, I'm just giving the word. That's, he said, all that other stuff, you didn't come up for the Bible anyway, then, you know, and so we're not trying to sit here and hang. And he's 6'10", so it ain't like, and he likes to do a bunch of sports. So let me just be praying over my father and him. Great. It's just crazy when you have a fam- family, like, like Pastor Rita was saying, her family is laughing because they're from Arkansas, but that, <laughs> that's relative um, but but uh, how when he, he's calling and asking me about scripture and, and what was the pretext and post you know like you, you got to have it all together and I was like well, well thank you dad and he's like you took over for me and you took care of me so let's make sure I reach you but it's a blessing when we can be there for one another amen uh, so uh, today we're gonna talk about the peace protection program kind of like witness protection program but peace protection program because you got to protect your peace the ingredients of a sound mind. And how many of y'all know we all need to make this cake right here, get that sound mind. So in Philippians chapter four, verse four through six, said rejoice in the Lord always. Everybody say always. Always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be apparent to all. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, right? And so it is in 
Our, re- our rejoicing is in God. That should be always. What, what, how does a bad day happen? Because I'm more focused on the problem than I am on rejoicing in God. I just have to rejoice in God. I, I, know, I, I know I'm not perfect. I know I don't have it all together. And I even had a, had a, a person I've been you know, reach, helping and reaching out to tell me, wrote me and said, I don't deserve you. You're too good. I'm like, dude, you don't even know. You, you deserve better. But, but God has brought us together. So we deserve each other, and let's walk in that favor. You know, because sometimes, they, you know, folks can be so appreciative, no, no doubt, but at the same point, I don't need him dogging himself out because I need him to know that God loves him, and God has got favor on his life for me to even be a part of his life. We could have not met, you know, and I, I think in that point of us reaching out to one another, but we have to have that rejoicing in the Lord, and I love that he says, always. That means whether things are going right, wrong, and different, your way, my way, always it should be getting God, giving God glory and rejoicing. So it, rejoicing in the goodness of God always and anyways is choosing his word over circumstances. And this is what protects our heart and give it peace. This actually protects your heart because then if I go to God and I rejoice, if, if someone does me wrong, if it's a loved one that, that hurts my feelings or whatever, I go to God and I start rejoicing in him. And that protects my heart from getting offended and bent the wrong way, right? And now I'm not upset. I'm not worried. If, if my kids are out and, 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 and driving and it's raining or whatever, I rejoice in God that he's got his covering over them that he's protecting them, or, or Pastor Rita's out there. And, I, and you know, I, I believe that he's protecting them at all times. So I can turn and rejoice in God instead of worrying about the circumstances. I, am, I can have a concern and not worry. That's possible. That you can say, man, this is not good weather. My kids are under the authority and the power and the blood of Jesus. They're covered. I'm going to rejoice in God. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to rejoice in God because I can't change the weather, right? I can change whether or not I worry or I celebrate Jesus. There it is. My constant rejoicing reflects my relationship with the Father. To be near and anxiety will have no room to operate in my life. Anxiety only has room because of what I'm choosing to focus on. Man, have you ever met some unhappy Christians or non-joyful people or let me, uh, negative. Let me just say it, right? I act like it's a cuss word. Have you ever met the negative Christian? Uh, the, the negativity of, oh, yeah, I'm saved, but, you know, things don't ever go right. You know, it's like, that's not the person we call for encouragement, right? And even though we're supposed to be encouraging ourselves, we do need to find other believers who also rejoice in the Lord, not like, look at all the rules of the problem. Look at all the rules of the sin. Look at all the rules of the diseases. No, I'm going to rejoice in God. Anxiety cannot overwhelm a constant rejoicing in our relationship with God. There, it is impossible to be overwhelmed by uh, anxiety when you're rejoicing in God. I was thinking about this, that, that the, the place I went to was four and a half hours away in a drive. I did not stop. Just straight through, like... <laughs> Didn't even realize I had gotten that far, just, just was, you know, just consuming and listening to, to word, listening to worship, just listen, just like I'm back in, I'm in, I'm in public, right? It's like, like you rejoice in, in the thing that God has, has given us a voice, given us the ability to be able to do the things that God has called us to do without 
anxiety and everything. We can sit there and we can, we can put on our religious faith face, but there are times things hit us and try to overwhelm us with anxiety. How about you about not wanting to, to, to uh, I mean, the, the last song is song, You Can Have My Heart. Uh, I mean, it's so cool because it makes us feel like we're apart. When he has my heart, we, I feel like we, we are one. We're a part of, and when God doesn't have our heart, we feel like we're by ourselves. And not because God abandoned us, because we withdraw, right? You can have someone close to you, but if you withdraw from them, you're going to feel alone because you're withdrawn, right? And, and James, James chapter 8 says, draw nigh to God. I believe it's James 8, 1. Draw nigh to God, and he'll draw near to you. Clean your hands, you sinners, and he'll purify your heart. Right, I, 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 I got to get close to God, but, but I need peace. I need peace that surpasses all understanding. I need peace to believe for other people. I need peace to believe in other people because I'm rejoicing with God, and he'll take care of the rest, right? Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is my strength. If I'm depressed and crying or angry and mad and frustrated, I'm getting weak, right? And we, just, we said, let the weak say I'm strong. And the way I say I'm strong is I put my hope and rejoice and I put my verbalization in, in Christ. I put everything I have in God. You know, it's, it's difficult to be mad at Pastor Rita. It's, it's, it's a hard thing to do. You got to work at it. Like I have to go get stuff to get angry about, right? Because she's so busy trying to get along and she's so busy celebrating Jesus. She's so, like, like, that's her thing. Like, I have to actually go, God, I'm going to disobey you so I can fight with Pastor Rita. I, I, and I almost have to do that. Now, I don't make it that hard for her. But she's such a celebrator of, of the word of God and, and a speaker of the word of faith and, and believing that faith in Christ and our marriage and our relationship just doesn't, we just, we just can't get anywhere with an argument. We can't get, you know what I mean? You can't get it. You can't get it lathered up. Like we can't get the, the yelling don't get there. The, you know, you just can't, it, it may be one of them. Hey, I thought I told you that. Like that may be as loud as an exclamation point. Like, I mean, I, and you walk out of the house like, man, I wanted, I, you know, you ever wanted to just get into it. Leave the house like you're feeling unfulfilled. Like, God always reminds me, the devil will never meet your needs. Right? You quit trying to get stuff. All right? I'm an evidence builder. And uh, arguing with me could never end. We could go for, I mean, years. But God says, I give you nothing to fight with. And I don't want to look like a crazy person. Arguing with myself. Because I already know all my evidence. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And the momentum of anxiety builds when there is a lack of rejoicing in God. You know, when you're down, anxiety builds up momentum in that. In that frustration. Whatever you're down about, then it increases momentum of, of everything else around. You're down about a child, then you're going to have anxiety on your job. Or anxiety around other people. Anxiety is it's just going to build up. You know, I, last night as I thought I was getting ahead of, of the juice game. Okay, seven o'clock, I had already peeled, what, 22 oranges, four grapefruits, six lemons, uh, 12 uh, mangoes. This juice y'all about to drink, it's, it's love. It's the love, <laughs> it's love is in there. Chopped up a watermelon and, and uh, uh, peeled a, uh, um, what is that thing called? Pineapple, pineapple, pineapple. And, did, and then I did 32 uh, apples 
And it was so exciting because I'm just sitting there like, like, because it's, it's a gift. It's a service, right? But God blesses like when your heart is for it. Like it's not like, oh my gosh, it's not optional. And I don't, please don't ever feel good. I enjoy it. Like my hands are like so. I don't think you didn't hear no, no, no arrogance. I don't think I can get COVID because I got so much dawn up in here. I wash dishes like so much of everything I put in. I rejoice in what I can make. I, I wanted to bring hummus this morning. We'd made spicy garlic hummus, Justice and I. I was like, I want y'all to try it with little carrots. Ran out of time. Ran out of time. We make my own hummus, making my own oat milk, my own sunflower butter. Because peanuts, you know, wipe a brother out. <laughs> right, right. And so God is, says, is like, to me, like, rejoice in what you do have. Rejoice in what you can do but while you're rejoicing in what you can make make sure you rejoice while you clean it up that's usually with a struggle right we love making we love baking <laughs> it's that wiping that we don't like to do but but if you, if you can find joy in cleaning it because you know it's going to be better for the next time Right. Find joy in cleaning up whenever you may have this cross with something in your life or cross with your child say you know what I'm going to leave this thing with peace Right, because there's nothing, there's nothing more unsettling for me than to have something hanging over my head. Right, Psalms 51:10, creating me a clean heart, renewing me a right spirit, returning to me the joy of my salvation. So, if nothing else goes right in my life, I don't ever get anything else to go right. I should have joy in my salvation. I should rejoice at least in that. Right, every day I should be able to rejoice. Okay, I'm gonna go to heaven. This is good. This is good. Oh, when I didn't get this job, I'm going to go to heaven. It, I got to find that rejoicing in God always, or I'm going to lose momentum, and I'm going to worry about things that have already been fixed. Right? All right? I got to take them alone. Got to repair in the world. And the only way I can repair the world is I got to repair my world. Right? Because I can't fix something I don't have. And, and God, like, God, repair my world. Which is cool. Like, I, I did the first three hours of speech, and the last hour, I got the elementary kids. Or fifth and sixth graders. Well, they said, we intermediate. Okay. That was elementary when I was growing up. So whatever you want to call yourself, kid, you still need some help. And we have to talk about testing, right? Because they still take these tests. And I talked about being ready. So most times, and I was telling them, I said, some of you are, are failing the test because you're getting behind because you get there and you start to stare because you're not completely awake. So I'm going to challenge you. When you wake up, literally wake up. So therefore, by the time you get to school and by the time you get that test in front of you, you're not still trying to wake up while the thing has already started. And you get behind and then you start rushing and then you get the little boy like, that's me. <laughs> I was like, little dude was not shamed to say, I got ADHD. His teacher like, and all the other letters you want to add to him. I mean, he was loud. He was moving. Anytime I would say, is, can any, it, it, that's all I had to say. Like, they don't even know what I was going to ask. I, I'll do it. It's like, yeah, get up here and just carry my water for me. Like, you know, like they'll do it. But, but sometimes where God is trying to minister to us to show kids or show loved ones or show people, he's going to give us direct things. Like, like even counselor, like I've, I've never heard it put that way, that they're not awake when they get there. Yeah, and I'm saying their eyes are open, but they're not here. And then the test sits in front of them and they stare. And then once time is ticking, then they start rushing and they get it all wrong. 
I said, got to start on time. Got to be on time. Got to do it. Got to do it. Got to do it. I, I believe God has given us messages of that. A clean heart, renewing them a right spirit, returning me joy of my salvation. In, in, in Luke chapter 7, verse 37, the, the woman with the alabaster box, the, the woman that was a sinful woman, right? She showed up labeled a sinful woman. But when it was all said and done, she was the only one that left there smelling like Christ. Because she broke the box over him, wiped his, wiped his feet with her hair and her tears. She broke it over him like, like I, what you show up as, it's who you take your blessing to. It's who you take your blessing to. That was some wages because Judas, who steals, <laughs> was like, we could have spent that on something. Judas, you know you were going to try to pocket that. Been walking around smelling like frankincense and myrrh. Somebody, we gave it all to the poor. No, it's some of you, Jew. And so we have to look at the fact of, let me pour out all of this mess to God. Let me just uh, uh, give it to God. And, and God, so I need you to have my heart, but I need to get, I got to have some peace. Man, I mean, is, is, are y'all like, do y'all hate it when people are mad at you? And especially if, even if it's something you did wrong or they did, like you just like, I, I just can't, I don't feel right. I don't like it that you're mad at me. I don't like it that, that you don't like me. Uh, 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 how many of y'all like when people, when you're mad at somebody, you want them to know it? Don't raise your hand. Like, okay, I want people to know it. And I don't want to give them a shot to fix it for a while. Right? I want to torture them like it tortured me. I found out a lot of people don't go through that. <laughs> Ms. Yolanda, no. <laughs> you can go around if you want to. Uh, my twin doesn't go through that. Like, <laughs> what, what, why you, what you mean? Why you ain't picking up my cause? What's wrong with you? Man, you realize right now I don't like you. Oh, you can't do that. Let's talk. <laughs> you know, it's not up to you. <laughs> How do you do that? So what, what are you pouring out to God? Even if you're labeled as sinful, even if your life is messed up, I would say get on your knees, get before God. And as she did, go ahead and anoint it. And so what she said, he said, she's preparing me for my burial, which we know there's a resurrection. So what you would be doing now is when you bow before God, you're just honoring the resurrection. Not only did he get up, but you can be lift up. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in your mortal body. I believe that's Romans 6 or Romans 8. It's in one of the Romans. I got juice on my, like, I want to just talk about oranges and nectarines and plums. <laughs> it's just like the fruit of the spirit. <laughs> like, I can make it work, man. I can make it work. I don't want to do that. Here's the deal, right? She, the, her and her and Jesus was the only one that left there the same. It's amazing. I, I used to go to church and leave out, like, because I knew I wasn't right. I was like, man, I hope I make it to next Sunday. What a horrible way to live. Just be like, okay, okay, I missed it. Next Sunday. It's next Sunday. It was always the next Sunday. And, and then I called my mom, man, this is the day the Lord has made. I said, yeah, I was building something else. You know, she would just stay on me. Nope, tomorrow's not promised. I was like, <laughs> okay, you're not going to get no calls because you got too much conviction on the other, other end of this. Listen at this. Being offended and defensive attacks joy more than anything. Okay, and I'm going to say it for y'all. Amen. Right? When you are offensive or defensive, it attacks your joy. If you're always offended, it attacks your, it has to, right? It, it has to. It has to attack your joy. It has to do that. Offended is a result of being hurt. 
Amen. Defensive is a result of expecting to be hurt, right? I'm defensive because I'm expecting to be hurt, and I need to defend myself before I get hurt. But rejoicing in the peace that says, I know God is my answer, that's my, that's my peace, right? That's, that's my peace protection program. Peace protection program. I think one of the good things about the, uh, I mean, another one of the good things about the juicing, I get my atheist friend who calls me and talks to me a lot, and I'm like, I'm making this for the church. I can't wait for you to be here drinking one of these juices after you get off this vine of the word. She's like, oh, your church, I may just come there for the juice. I, I think you should. I think you should come here just for the juice. Don't come here for nothing else. Don't just sit in here because we don't pass it out to the end. <laughs> come early. We'll be loud and you can stay late. <laughs> so it's like that. So here's my, here's my stuff, y'all. Exodus chapter 13, verse 17 through 18. When Pharaoh let the people go, y'all know about Moses, Pharaoh, Ten Commandments, and, and uh, Charleston Heston. God did not lead them along the road through the land of the Philistines, though it was shorter. That was a shorter route, right? I mean, let's, let's get a hold of this. God has got you still on something you're still believing God for because the shorter route, he didn't let them go there. For God said, if the people face war, they might change their mind and return to Egypt. The reason why it's taking longer is so you can build that. You can have my heart, right? He's trying to, he's building that because you don't know how to rejoice in God yet. And if a fight break out, you may run back to what you used to be. So he said, I can't even make this road short. We judge him about that around the mountains and taking them, taking them 40 years. They're not ready to, you know, like you talk about certain uh, in our Christianity, in our walk, there's some things we're not ready to face till we grow and mature in the word of God. Right? There's some things you don't put people right out there on the streets. No matter how excited they are, somebody will fight their faith with their knowledge, and then that person will end up confused. This one's so desperation for training. I don't know if we need to do Zoom training. I'm just praying. I'm going to obey God. So God led the people around by the way of the wilderness toward the Red Sea. And the, Israel, and the Israelites left the land of Egypt arrayed for battle. Now, when he led them the long way, he led them in fellowship. Don't judge your journey. Enjoy your journey. Enjoy your journey. Enjoy your relationship with God. Because every time you don't see something that should be in your life, every time you don't see something that you're believing for, he's gradually growing you to be rejoicing in him. Right? I know how to be a base. I know how to be a bound in all things. I know how to understand and love God. Right? I, I know how to do this thing, right? So he led them in that way. So like the children of Israel, we cannot, we cannot <laughs> let, this should be a let in that sentence, but I went on and jumped. We can, I bet Pastor Donnie is howling at these sentences. Like the children of God, we cannot, like the children of Israel, we cannot let certain situations in our life, and, and <laughs> this, is, this is just a horrible sentence. We cannot allow certain situations in life <laughs> right away <laughs> because of missing fellowship with the Father will lead to return to the old way. So let me say it this way. Sometimes we don't get our blessing right away because we, don't, we haven't learned how to maturely fellowship with God. And the blessing will come, become more of a God than God will. How about that? that right? Okay. And so sometimes you're waiting to God, I pray and I, I believe I spoke it over and I, I sold seed for it. And God said, but you ain't ready. 
you're not ready for that kind of cake, right? You ain't got enough running, you ain't got enough jogging in your belt for that kind of food. And so I have to wait until you can get right with me so this thing don't become your God because it came from God, right? And that, that's usually kind of the, man, I'm doing a whole lot better than I'm doing on video. They should have came to church. I didn't say none of this in the video. None of this was there, right? Because you'll return back to always. We've seen it with believers before. They, you get started and they're fired up. We've seen people come from camps. We've seen kids get off the bus. Whoa, where the devil at? And then three weeks later, we can't even find them at church. Right? They done ate all our food. They done went to all the meals. That's what I start thinking. This is, this is how petty I get. Oh, you, man, you, and I bought you a shirt at the conference. Pastor Reed has to remind me <laughs> who we're here for. Right? I struggle. So the journey is all about preparing our peace to trust and choose God no matter what comes against us. Right? I mean, have you ever had a peace prepared for you? God says he prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemy. Some of you are your own worst enemy. You ever look in the mirror and like, man, I'm, I'm failing, man. I'm, I'm just no good. I'm just like, man, I don't even like me. No wonder people want to get away. And you're like, God is like, well, who are you talking about? You're, you're my child. Like, it's, 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 it's tough, right? Because there are some things you can't even express to people because then you feel like you got to prove it to them. Right? And that, that's a rough place to be when you can't tell people your hurts or tell people what you're going through because they expect you to change right away and they don't understand it's a journey, right? Is, is, am I the only one like this? I mean, are, are this a group of us, right? I told you not so you can fix it. I told you so you can pray for me so I can get there. I, I know it's bad. I wouldn't have brought it up. Sometimes we get, we get locked in. So God said, I can't even take them there too fast because if they get out too fast, they're going to think everything's supposed to happen that way. And there's no fellowship and there's no maturity and there's no free will in that. Right? Because I need you to have free will to where you can go the other way. Gordy, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Hebrews 11, 6. <laughs> He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Right? Not diligently get him. I understand God. No. Seek him. That should be some excitement. And just seeking God. There should be some, the, the, the aroma of, of a fresh day just because I'm seeking God. That's it, right? That, that, should, be my, that should be my saddle up and let's ride right there. I'm going to get up and I'm going to seek God with all of my heart, soul, mind, and body. So the peaceful reward and supplies through every storm. So choosing fear of a faith violates the design of God's peace for our life. God has designed us to be, peace, be at peace. But if we choose fear... We violate the designer's design, right? So I'll start, what if I put wheels on my body, <laughs> trying to act like a transformer, I guess, and just laid out on the wheels and act like I was moving? That's against the design. I'm supposed to be in a thing with wheels. And some of us are trying to be something we're supposed to be in. Some of us are trying to be God instead of be in God. Right? Because he's, he's got it covered. And a lot of times that, 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 that'll get us because we're going like, man, where's my faith? I don't think I have any faith. You do have faith. The fact that you're just trusting God is plenty. The fact that you love God, the fact that you rejoice in God, that's faith. That's hope. That's glory. That's, that's God. Right? Not stuff. The stuff will never get there if God feels like it's going to take you back to hell. He'd rather you be broke and get to heaven. I mean, that's not his, that's not his will. 
But if it's going to sing, my, my sister prayed a prayer that we have banned her from ever coming to a hospital bed, Nessa. She prayed over my dad because my dad just pimping and doing all his stuff. But when he got sick and he was in that coma for three days and only woke up to receive Jesus, led him to the Lord for 20 minutes. That was all he was awake. And she said, if he going to go back to the way he was, take him now. I said, don't you ever show up. And I, in fact, I'll send y'all a picture of her. You keep her out. It's Phyllis. Look, call, call, call. She's going to come down here and kind of nickname Miss Pamela. Because she couldn't remember my name. That's Tennessee right there. You get your country behind out the hospital. Because I don't need you sending me to heaven because you don't feel like hanging out with me no more. I don't do it your way. She sent him home, man. And he died. He died. I don't believe it was just from her words. He died because a bunch of other stuff, you know. You know, he had a whole. Anyway, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We just don't let her pray for us, the sick. You just stay at the crib. You take this one off. You pray for somebody that needs something else. Uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 through 4 says this. And, and again, I, I need you to be at peace. When, when, when the kids are getting on your nerves, just this is what I've been doing. I rejoice in the Lord. Oh, Lord. If they can just be with you right now. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Now, let's think like in the video, it's like if you know that you're with Christ, if you've risen with Christ, that means if you've accepted and you're born again, you rose from something. You're no longer the same person. You, you are a new creature in Christ. Old things are passed away. But, but what happens is the old things are passed away, but we lay down too much. We need to rise up in our worship, rise up in our joy, rise up in our peace. And, and, then, and then again, realize that God laid down so we could get up. Right? And he, and, he, and, he, and he laid his life down. We cannot sit and say God just took Jesus from us. He laid it down. Laid it down. No, no offense to people, but I don't get where folks think that people that die get wings. God gave them their wings. We're not made like angels. We're sons. But I, I mean, I don't offend nobody. Well, halfway they got to get it. I'm just saying, I just, I'm, I don't know if they're going to wing stop or what. I, I just like, they got their wings. Lemon pepper, baby. Lemon pepper. Sitteth on the right hand of God. Here's the what I would need you to do. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life shall appear, then ye also appear with him in glory. All right? And so, again, appear with Christ. Rise with Christ. So that means if I stand up, it's with God. If I lay down, it's with God. If I sit down, it's with God. If I walk around, it's with God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it in Christ. I'm going to joyfully do it in Christ. I can't do it in things. I can't do it in stuff because stuff sometimes don't show up. But God who is always there. But now I have to set my affections on things above. Is it really about smelling like oranges? No, it's about being a blessing to others. No, before church, I would not touch fruit, peeling it. I never would because you'd smell like that all day. You'd be citrus. Now I got the aroma of serving God and serving God's people. 
It's a joy, right? It's a pleasure. It's, a, it's like do something that's going to be tangible to you and, and your fellowship with the Father, your fellowship with peace. You've got to be able to put those things in place. And, and, and just like any of us who, who love to be celebrated, so does God love for us to celebrate him. We love for people to say something good about us. Right? Ladies, we, y- y'all, we, y'all go and do stuff to, so people can say, man, your hair looks good or your nails look good. I've got to remember to I pay attention. Because when, <laughs> when you're without, we don't keep up a record. All right? Man, that hair went down the drain good. It's, praise the Lord. Look at that thing go. God has given us ability to be a blessing. So settle in God before you settle in worry. Let me go to God first. Let me just go to God. Because if I settle in God, even when worry tries to show up, I got so much God fellowship time built in that worry can't stay. Worry can't stay. What is black and white and red all over? Anybody know this joke? Black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say a, a book. The words are in black, the <laughs> pages are white, and you read it, red all over. <sighs> the Black Widow. Ah, <laughs> loco. Listen. But what really is black and white and red all, all over is the Bible covered by the blood of Jesus over a believer. Got the blood all over us. He's, he's red all over. It's all over us. So I always look at that and, and think about, like, when I read the word, I remind myself, I refresh myself that he shed his blood for me. Refresh myself in that. And I, and I can go back to that. So affections that are set on God will keep us from allowing the absence of immediate breakthrough to keep us from believing that God will ultimately come through. Right? It, it, like, when I refresh myself in the things of God because it didn't happen immediately, that won't break me down and make me separate from God that I know is going to come through because it's his word. Right? And I'm still studying on this, Big Brad, man, to help me out on this. That when it says the sword of the spirit, right? You ever seen that? Put on the whole armor of God, sword of the spirit. It wasn't talking about a literal long sword because that's what I always picture. It actually was kind of representation in the Greek of small daggers that are meant to dig out arrows that got through. Have you ever had days where arrows got through in your faith and kind of stuck you a little bit and, and kind of hindered you a little bit, but you need that word to dig it out? The word is sharper than any two-edged sword. The word digs out that thing that's causing you discomfort. It digs out that thing that's causing you anxiety. It digs it out because you put it in there and and I love that. I just got to confirm it. Just got to study some more. I thought it was a good, it's a good passage, but I like to know that I'm sharing it with you. I'm not saying that that's the way it is, but, but that sounds good. You know what I mean? <laughs> let, like, let the word of God dwell in you richly. I was like, think about that. The word of God is like, like, like no offense, ladies, but a lady with unlimited buying potential at the mall. Unlimited. No, no restriction. That word can purchase anything that's trying to rise up and say that it's too expensive for you to buy peace. It's too expensive. Uh-uh. No. My line of credit with Jesus is, uh, is eternal. Right? Not just unlimited. It's eternal. My credit is going after you gone with your sale. You ain't got to put my piece on sale for me. 
I ain't got to buy it at a discount. Mm-mm. I'm paying full price because God paid full price. I don't have to do that. I don't have to settle for that. You say that about your kids. I'm, don't you settle for nobody just being your friend. This is where I flipped out. Eighth graders. Oh, what's wrong with eighth grade? Little boy, just he just clowning over there. And I, I was talking. I went. And for the, the most, of, you know, it was like six black people in the whole town. So. I made six. <laughs> and I turned and I just stared. And it was the quietest, longest 15 seconds. Even I got uncomfortable. In my head, I was like, man, look away. Keep talking. And the little boy was trying to crawl under the seat after I caught him. And I just said, I'm bald, not blind. Rolled my eyes. <laughs> what kind of... <laughs> The, the, the council was like, I've been wanting to do that for years. <laughs> Matthew chapter 16, verse 17, 16 through 17. It's when Peter, Jesus said, who do men say that I am? Peter said, thou art the Christ, son of the living God. And Jesus said, God has revealed this to you. Right? And, and so when we're speaking in the things of God and when we're speaking in peace, God reveals peace to you. In order for you to be afraid, you have to go get your thoughts. You have to go get fear. You have to go get doubt. You have to go get it. And God said, I'm going to deliver peace into your hands. I'm going to deliver hope in your hands. I'm delivering faith in your hand. If you're going to go, it's like me having, trying to argue with Pastor Rita. I have to go get stuff. I have to go make it up. She just won't do enough wrong for me to have a long argument. All right? A hardened heart poisons the mind. Amen. And a doubting, anxious heart dilutes our, our trust in the Father. Poison heart, hardened heart, poisons the mind. Right? Anxious dilutes the word. That means we're not salty no more. And if you lose your salt, where's your flavor? Anybody ever eat bland food and just have no taste to it? You need to eat it for long. You're looking for something to swipe. I mean, like, I just want to break out and sweat because I know it's salt in there. Let me just sprinkle that on there. Is that wrong? Is that y'all never done that? I, I love how holy, you know what? It's, I'm eating it, right? I've had my sweat fall into my mouth while I've been up here, right? I know the salt's there. I see salt to be, in fact, since you want to be healthy about it, I see salt, but there's been some food I've just been like, oh. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Instead of asking them, <laughs> instead of asking them for something like, now some of y'all may have tried it. It was so bland, like they, and the folks that took me to the restaurant, they were bragging about it, like, it's, ooh, best food in town. Well, I, I, I know that the food must be, because they won't put anything on it. But if this could, could just settle up in a little salt and pepper and some, maybe a little Tabasco, it'd be even better. You could have the best food in the state. But since you don't, I think it's going to be all right. I'll just pat it like that. Just get you a little salt. Maybe don't have none. Maybe don't have any. I don't know. I keep a good load of sweat on me. I looked at Brad this morning. I was like, you know how? <laughs> he just looked at my head like, you're shiny. Romans chapter 6, verse 9 through 11. Love y'all. Love you every day. 
We know that Christ, we know that Christ. I like that because you could say, we know that Christ, right? I don't know them other Christes that you've been talking about, but I know that Christ. I know that Jesus. I don't know about that other stuff, but I know that Christ. Being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For, he, for the death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. So you got to consider yourself. What are you considering, right? When it comes to anything that comes up in your life, what are you considering? I, well, I'm considering that I've you know, been messed up my whole life and, and that's what I consider first. No, consider that you're alive with Christ and you live unto God. Consider that. Consider that there's a resurrection inside of you. What we are willing to consider either empowers our peace or devours our peace. If I'm just going to consider the circumstances instead of considering that God raised me from the dead and changed my life and, and gave me eternal life when I was going to die, I, that should be the first thing I consider. But if I don't consider the things of God, my peace is going to get devoured. It's going to get it up as the folks in Arkansas would say. This verse gives us consideration of being dead to sin, and that gives us peace while we are alive and, and when we die. Now, look, we don't want to die. Nobody here is wanting to die, but we're not afraid to, right? That's not the thing that's terrorizing us because we know we're going to spend eternity with Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like that's not hindering my peace. Now, before when I was saying I was at them churches that I was like, I'll get in next Sunday, I, I, I tiptoed around. Like, if it was raining out, you know, they say don't take a shower when it's raining. Y'all never. Because <laughs> they said you could get struck by lightning. Right? Gordy, we don't. Only... Okay, so. But, but apparently that it's a myth then, I guess, because nobody else heard of it. So don't worry about it. <laughs> but I would be concerned because I didn't want to die because I didn't feel like I was right with Christ. But when I came and became right with God, okay, if I go, I'm not trying to go. But the Bible says to be absent for the body is to be present with the Lord. I'm good. There's so much peace about that. There's so much peace about that. And these folks that believe they're going to come back as something else, well, this verse gives us the consideration that we have victory over sin. If we couldn't consider sin to be dead or born again life, then in our born again life, then we would bring, it would bring great anxiety. One of the things that probably rises up that we have a passion for is we know that there are people afraid to die because they're not right with Christ, and that makes us hunger to reach them and help them and tell them about the goodness of God. As Paul said, I am in debt. And just as we rejoice in our salvation to spend eternity with Jesus, we can also rejoice in our daily life to keep anxiety from overwhelming us. Adversity and troubles don't come from God, but rejoice in his power, and he delivers us to a peace of mind, no matter what they are, right? So if they don't come from God, why don't I go to God to get what comes from him? All right, that's, that's my peacemaker, right? Peacemaker, blessed are the peacemaker. That's the Beatitudes, right? You should be making peace, right? How do I make peace? You go into your spiritual kitchen, get the ingredients called the word of God and make you a big peace cake, and that's called fellowship with God. And get your peace. Settle your mind. Right? You ain't got to be all worn out. Amen? All right. Okay. That's right before bed. That's your nighttime meal. Amen? You guys bow your heads. We're going to pray.
Father, we just thank you for the peace protection program. We thank you, Lord God, that we take upon that mentality that I'm going to do what I'm supposed to be doing to protect my peace, to protect it. Lord God, that's lifting up your name. That's lifting up Jesus. That's even in the car. Sometimes, thank you, Jesus, just comes out. You knew my peace need to be protected for whatever is headed my way. Just even the song, whatever it is, the, the worship that comes on, you knew my peace needed another gate. You knew it needed a, another soldier in front of it. You needed it need more armor on it, Lord God, that my peace needed to be protected. And I received that, Lord God. I'm delivered from anxiety because I'm going to rejoice in you. I'm going to rejoice in the fact that I have eternal life. I'm my God who will never leave me or forsake me. I, I've got fellowship with you, Lord God, that, Father, that I remember that I've got a protection plan greater than anything in this world that's designed for me to have peace. Lord, we just honor you. We thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for my mind being back. It's been gone so many places, and I thank you, Jesus. I, and so for, for the first time in a long time, it's with me. It's around my heart. It's around my soul that it's with me, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, for my mind being able to just settle in and enjoy your presence. Father, I thank you, Lord God, as you're delivering us, Lord God. And I know just even joking around today, but, but some of us, our minds have got to quit trying to think so much when we need to lay down. Quit trying to fix things when I need to rest. In Jesus' name, thank you for comfort. Lord, I, I couldn't do anything. I can't make people like me. I can't make them love me. But give me a peace of mind, Lord God, so I can love myself, so I can be okay with me. Lord, and I do that by thanking you for saving me. Thanking you for God so loved me that he gave his only begotten son. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Let me never forget to just rejoice in you. Just rejoice in you. No matter what's going on around, I rejoice in you. Father, we thank you for it. There will be a church of peace. That people can receive peace as they walk through the door and, and be a part of our lives in any way. That, Lord, there will be and ministers of peace. And, Father, we glorify you. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, here's how it's going to go down for y'all. Okay. All right. There's some, Chris already left. Right? He already knows, right? So we got some stuff that, and I put, uh, uh, the main juice is the, this, the plum one, right? I mean, I threw the kitchen in that joint, right? It's got the carrots, the watermelon, the plums, the grapes, the banana, you know, so all kind of stuff is in it. And so I want you to definitely try it because it's for your immune system. Cedar fever is out there. You need stuff to help you with that. Uh, you know, if you sneeze a thousand times, you can be like Jar and say you don't have allergies, but okay. <laughs> just You just like expressing yourself that way. But uh, definitely want you to enjoy that. Chris, were you able to get some green in there, green juice? Oh my gosh, please. <laughs> uh, these are all of our orange and red. Anyway, he'll tell you what you're getting. So y'all please enjoy. Uh, let me know what you think. If you need recipes, just text me and I'll send you the, everything that's in it because I have to go back home and, and look through all the peels that I peeled and find out what I did. All right. We love you guys. You are dismissed. Okay.